Tonight on the podcast, we're going to be talking about some geek news. The Ant-Man trailer, Marvel's release schedule for the 2023 year. And a new segment, JP's Opinion, why RDJ should get a Golden Globe for the Endgame. All right, let's... It's Friday night in Phoenix, and you're listening to the best goddamn motherfucking podcast in the whole world, the Absolute yeah. Geek Podcast. I am your host tonight, Lance. And I'm JP. Matt and Ish could not be here. Ish's internet got exploded by a nuclear bomb, and Matt is out hula dancing in Hawaii with the locals there, so... Which is which is something I would want to see. Something I would want to pay money for. Uh, see Matt Hula dance. Be worth the but, price to go. No, it is his daughter's first birthday. Pretty pretty big deal uh, when it's your first first birthday. Uh, so he is he is spending some time with uh, his family, and uh, we wish Logan a very happy birthday. Happy birthday. So. JP, how was your week, my friend? It was comic-filled this week. Comic-filled. Did you go on the hunt? I went on the hunt. Um, last week, I bought a book. and Actually, bought a book. It came this week. I found a new auction site that I will not disclose because it's my honeypot. And I found... You'll, uh, you'll tell me later, though, right? Heck, yeah. But I can't, <laughs> I can't let it out to everybody. But I, I did find... I won three auctions. One of them arrived today. Then I bought a third book off eBay, and uh, they all came Thursday and Friday. So um, I'm elated. So that's awesome, man. Yep. Yeah, you uh, that you get pretty geeked over finding some some grails. It seems like do they call them that in the comic book world? Or are they, are they called grails? We just we had a, one of the episodes we're going to be dropping for other show um, is going to be talking about someone getting um, his name is Arrow. He got Superman one. After years of trying to get building up to get it, he finally got his grail. And one of his points was, is that you have to be laser focused to get your grail. Whereas I get excited finding things out in the wild. And I kind of, I think I'm, I'm focused and organized, I believe, but when something cool comes up, I'll grab it. Right. I'm not laser focused like he was talking about. So any book to me can be considered a grail, but I think really technically it should be a fantastic four one spider, you know, ASM one that should be grail. Whereas, you know, X-Men, whatever you know, your grail is. Yeah. It's, it could be that, but I think if you're talking to, you know, it's like playing college ball versus the pros, right. Or high school versus the pros, you know, <laughs> so subjective. Yeah. Yeah. I so. think, I think that that goes, uh, for, um, you know, really anything that you collect, like you have certain things that, are important to you and then certain it depends on what reason you're collecting right are you collecting to purchase it and then resell it because then grail is really uh, a wide term yeah but um but if it's for you like my my funko pops are for me 
I have certain grails that I want, and there's certain things considered grails that I have no interest in ever obtaining. So, yeah, definitely. But. I'm, I, you know, I don't, Rohan, you know, he and I talk, and someday maybe <clears throat> we don't really have AF 15 in our sights. That's a, definitely a grail, but I don't think it's a reasonable grail. Whereas, you know, a Hulk 181 is definitely reasonably in our, in our reach at some point. But who knows? The guy we spoke with, Errol, um, he had he was buying AF-15s in 2000, 2002, and had like almost ten of them, and then was able to trade them all up, and he was able to get a .5 Superman number one. I mean, that's a hundred wow. grand on that book, but that he that's his grill. He's got it. So I mean, it's just it's a it's definitely a cool story, and you know, I I think that's a neat story itself to get to his grill. But you know, I get distracted when something cool comes up. I'll grab it, you know, or a good deal. So. How much did he spend on it? I think he said about a hundred grand. I, I he didn't say for sure, but I'm just uh, that's what we were thinking. I'm not sure. A hundred grand, and he sold the AF15. I think it was a seven zero or a seven five, and I think he got near that, so that turned into Superman one at a point five. So AF15 at a seven is equivalent to a point five, I guess. Wow. At the time he got it, so wow. So I have, this is my this is my Superman one. <laughs> that Jim Lee that's, cover. Oh, I got that's this that's week. crazy. A hundred grand for paper. It's just nuts to me. You ever have? I mean, most people have buyer's remorse. You buy a car, and you say, "Maybe I shouldn't have spent that much on the car," or you know. I'll tell you right it. now, I'm never spending a hundred grand on a car. No, and and I and I think, like a book I got this week was that came in the mail. I don't want to call it a grail, but it's pretty close. But I got oh, yeah. uh, giant size X-Men one. Oh, that's cool. All right, four and a half. I, four and a half presents pretty good. But after I bought it, I thought, man, maybe I, maybe I didn't need it that bad. At least, at least you, you know, have like you, you have a house and stuff. Like there's some people like I go, I buy Funkos from some people like um, third party and I go and they're living in like a one bedroom apartment with their two kids and stuff. And they've got a shit ton of Funkos. And I'm like, your priorities are a little fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> you know, I, but, I think uh, but uh, there are those people, but I mean, if you've got the, the money to go do it, then fucking go do it. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. I, I've enjoyed the, the hunt of it, finding things that, flea markets and antique stores and every once in a while something pops up on elite comics or grails and the prices have been good as of recent if you can if you can swing it and you know i just got to sell more just to just to uh uh what do you call it uh justify the, the purchase right right keep the the uh instead of dipping in your own pockets trying to have the hobby pay for itself yep and and i are you know, we were talking Rohan and I about 181, and that's definitely on my sights. But this GSX was a good price, and definitely the trifecta for me was ASM 129, GSX one, and Hulk 181. Those three, if I can get those three, I would be happy. I don't need an AF 15. I don't need a Fantastic Four one. I mean, I'll gladly take them, but I'm not trying to spend 100 grand on a comic. But right, even right. three to five grand seems ex excessive to me. 
For sure, man. For but, sure. But check this out. I don't know what you if you know anything about this book. <clears throat> I was more excited about this one coming in than I was the GSX one because I found this on a auction site. Okay. Is it a reissue? It's a facsimile. It's the loot crate version. You ever heard of? Oh, loot okay. Crate? Yeah, yeah. I know loot crate. And they, I go, they go for a couple hundred bucks, I think, right? If they're graded. Really? I think they do. Yeah, I saw them on there. Maybe I'm wrong. If someone tells me what the deal is, but this one looks pretty close to a nine six or nine eight, and I saw them online for four hundred bucks, and I wow. got the whole, I got the whole lot that came with this and some other books for fifty bucks. Yeah, loot crate's pretty cool. Um, this is the Aquaman number one that came oh, in that same awesome. pack too. Loot crate, that's awesome. So. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, loot crate is kind of the same thing as like the Amazon uh, monthly subscriptions that I get for Funko. Every so often, it, it depends on how many they produce. But every so often, like I know the first one they did that had the Hobgoblin in it. That Hobgoblin's worth quite a bit of money. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. There, there's a few different Hobgoblin Funkos, but that one for the Amazon box is, is worth quite a bit. And it's just based on that they didn't produce as many of them or because of their yeah, popularity? It's before, it's before the 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 subscription boxes got really popular. They, they only have so many. So there's like I know one time I canceled my subscription and then went to start it again and they were all gone so they're, they're it's not like just anybody can get them um but now i think it's easier than it was before funkos seem to be dying down a little bit have you noticed that yeah i mean i was never into them so i don't i saw that store in california that was covered like looks like the back of your your, your <laughs> backdrop there looked just like that except you know it was all over the place so i think it just depends evening joe's doing what's up you yeah yeah, it's uh, like I went into Hot Topic the other day, and the Hot Topic, this was in Tempe Marketplace. They used to have a huge wall full of Funkos, and I went in there last week sometime. I don't remember when, but their wall has been condensed to like 10% of what it was. Really? Uh-huh. And I don't know if it's just Hot Topics getting out of the Funko game or if there's just not the demand there was once for it i mean the the old ones are still holding their value it's just i think they just released too many well i was at walmart they had a bunch of them there it looked like i didn't think they were worth anything you know more than what you you know sticker price was but they had them there and but the hot topics near me is cl closed down so maybe some of them are closing down and, and i'm not saying that that's a bellwether for all of hot topics but i've been seeing more of them around here being closed down. So yeah, that might be it, the reason as opposed to Funko's, it might be hot topic more. Joe's Dolan brings up a good point. He says Funko was the last gasp of disposable income. It's true. There's not a lot of disposable income floating around right now for, for probably the majority of these collectors. I know I don't have the disposable income that I once had. Um, my purchases have slowed down really bad i i mean i did pick up one that i really wanted that i just found at walgreens it was a jubilee x-men from the animated series but that was just because that was a character that i wanted you know it's not like it was before where every marvel release i'm standing in line at target oh, you know yeah yeah like marvel releases i would stand in line at 6 a.m wait for target to open 
there'd be a line of maybe 50 of us and they only have stock of like 10 and you'd have a shit as soon as those doors open a race to the electronics section like that's yeah, crazy yeah i've got some up in this corner over here i have some black light funkos that i got from target and that was the craziest i'd ever seen it the black lights people go nuts for um well, I, but i mean i've been out of collecting since last year so funkos i knew what they were but i i didn't know the the craze on them but i i i get it with you know i just i was out of most of that for a while so but i can definitely get it everything can be collectible yeah i think their problem is they just release so many now that it's impossible unless you're you know have a lot of disposable income but it's just impossible to keep up with it i mean yeah, there are I, characters i've never even heard of that are being released from marvel and stuff that who who would want to i mean the demand just they saturated the market yeah and i same thing happened with comics in the 90s and i think at some point in the you know this year or last year it happened with comics and even prior to that and i don't know 2013 2010 somewhere around there um your silver age stuff your golden age holds so the funkos that you have that are rare they'll like you said they're holding their value but a, a lot of things get so saturated like variant covers everyone's a funko pop you know and then that kind of you kind of weed out the the not the collectors that aren't, aren't in it for the long run yeah yeah and i'm still i'm still gonna pick up my main issue if if you could see from behind me i'm running out of room that's my issue i know you so can i've kind of i've kind of slowed down a little bit until i get my new house <laughs> when's that happening uh we're thinking like three years we're gonna oh. we're doing a custom build oh nice who's the build? is there a builder that's my well brother-in-law oh, uh, nice. my brother-in-law uh started his own home building company like five years ago he built my parents house he built he's built quite a few houses but um that way i get the best deal so yeah, should <laughs> uh but uh yeah my office the plan for my office in my new house is going to be about three times the size of this one well how many bedrooms going to get in that house you need six of them right uh well the boys are going to share a room the two little girls are going to share a room and my oldest is going to get her own room and then the office and my, so yeah six nice which is pretty i mean six in arizona because there's so much land i don't know how it is there but it's it's pretty common out here five to I, six bedrooms yeah mine where i'm at I, we got two acres and five bedrooms so i mean it's but in pittsburgh itself probably not as common let me get suburbs suburbs maybe so it's good yeah use the room man i mean when you got that many people in your house you need a place to hide so well yeah my my eventually my plan is whenever we get our house built to eventually build a casita because it's going to be on an acre mm -hmm. uh build a casita in the back and move my office to that so and i want to put a, a studio in there as well a recording studio nice so i'll yeah, have for... like a little a little living room with a little kitchenette thing like not a full-size kitchen but something where guests can stay and uh and like two bedrooms on it like small bedrooms you know but and one of those would be my office nice but and you can go yeah, sleep there <laughs> yeah right no i really want a studio like that's that's why i have so many musical instruments man like 
I got four guitars. I got a piano. I've got bass guitars. I got violins. I've got, you know, I want to, I want to buy a drum set. Like I've got so much fucking music shit that, uh, I've got a, a 40 channel mixer that takes it like it's under my bed right now. It's so freaking big, dude. Holy like, so I want to, I want to build a, a studio with a partition down the middle with a glass, glass window. That's completely soundproof and uh, be able to do some recordings in there. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Hey, you so, wouldn't have to leave your, your compound. We'll call it Lance's compound. You know yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just told my wife, I said, you can have the house and just give me my own little address and have my mail delivered here. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I got a cousin. He said, I just, I want a garage. It has to be a four car garage, put a bed in the bathroom in there and I'm happy. I don't need anything yeah. else. But that's, what's nice out here. Like, I'm not sure how it is where you're at, but you, you said you're on two acres. Mm-hmm. So is, is it a lot of trees and stuff? Is it a lot of wooded area? Yeah, half of it is wooded. The other half is uh, yard. So I could, but I have a road behind me. So I don't have any neighbors, but the but the trees kelp block the road. So I Oh, that's good. Sometimes, yeah. come wintertime, all the leaves fall and you can see right to my house from there. But <laughs> the one So here, here, because it's all flat, I mean, you buy an acre it's pretty like i don't go have to go knock down any trees or anything you know what i mean like it's it's pretty easy to utilize a hundred percent of your land you know what i mean and that's so the thing you, like getting around to the back you know like you don't have trees in the way or hills or rocks you no. can just drive right back there and take your car back there and build that spot and then you know get around yeah. back there yeah that's yeah it. Yeah, it's it's nice. And my parents, uh, where they built, they're they're just maybe not even five minutes away from me. Uh, theirs, they built in a really rocky area, and they had a pool built. They had to pay an extra ten grand to have a special machine come in and dig the hole because their regular machines couldn't do it because the ground is so hard; it's like concrete. And if you saw where the hole was dug, it looks like broken concrete. Oh, wow. Like that's how fucking hard it was. So they were going to build a pool that was like double the size of what they're going to build, but it would have cost an exuberant amount of money because the ground is so hard, but it's super rocky. Like they're in, they're in the rocky Hills just down the road, but where my, my brother-in-law built, which is also in about five, 10 minutes in the other direction, it's all previous farmland. So he's, he's able to dig no problem it's all soft and and you know like absolutely no issues there jeez so just the difference of 10 minutes and it's like that yeah i mean it's wow. flat i mean you can build them building on top not a problem if you want to lay a concrete pad build on top it's a problem but if you want to go down then you have an issue it's a good thing you don't have to worry about anything sinking underneath you but i mean just put an above ground pool and call it a day yeah you don't you, what, you don't see many above ground pools here I'm telling you, the cost to put a pool in and then do a new liner, if you're going to do a liner pool, costs as much as an above-ground pool. Just what do you mean change. a liner? Well, you're if you put a pool, and I have a pool, and I have a liner in my pool. so it's In, uh, in it's the ground? In the ground. So the pool's in the ground. You have a liner that sort of keeps the water in. It's not concrete. The pool's not concrete. It's, it's a liner. It's um, Like you know, have, vinyl? Yeah, it's like vinyl, and then you have other pools that are... Um, <clears throat> That material, like a plastic material they make out of fiberglass. Oh, that would never pool. last out here. <laughs> so <clears throat> the sun would rot it up in five seconds. The fiberglass or the vinyl? Yeah, everything out here, we have like Pebble Tech and it's like concrete. 
Oh, let's well, see. That probably lasts. It's the liner itself for me. I had it cost as much as my friend put a pool in above ground. Just my liner costs as much as his entire pool. Oh wow! Yeah, you, you don't can, have to. You don't have to do that here. Then you take down the pool when you want to be done with it because it's always work. Clean the mm -hmm. pool chemicals and stuff like that. When you get old enough, you don't want to pool anymore. You just shut down the above ground pool and say, "See ya." So why why the liner? Because things tend to sink or shift and stuff. No, just that was the way it was made. I think um, they usually our liner lasted thirty years in our pool. Uh, and, what's and up, the new Stick? ones? New ones should last. Uh, I'm hoping last at least ten years for what it costs. But that's just what was in there, right? Because they have foam behind, you know, behind the liner, and then it's concrete below that. But the liner sort of just keeps all the water. And I don't know why. That must have been the way they did it back then. I I think it's just your elements allow those things to probably. Um, allow that kind of technology here you dig the hole the hole is lined with rebar mm -hmm. from the top like they built and they pour concrete in it or yeah th this one so my parents they did concrete it, the re the rebar formed the concrete and then they do something called pebble tech over it which is kind of a granular um granular like concrete type thing but that that pool is never going to move like it's right. there, it's there forever. <laughs> like, you know, you have to get a jackhammer to get that thing out. It'll cost more to fill that hole than it will be to to put a new liner in or to do the concrete again on it. That's the thing. Like almost once the hole's there, you're going to keep it forever because it's more costly yeah. to fill it than it is to fix it. If anything ever goes wrong. And it's my, oh, we got some spam. And sticks. I'm glad you got that. I put that on the screen. No problem. Thank you, sir. But with I, I'm not sure with Pebble Tech, but I know my parents' old pool. It had uh like, uh, I don't think it's is it called shotcrete? I, I think that's what it's called. You have to get it relined. Like it's called vermiculite. They, <laughs> they have to do like an acid wash. They empty the pool. They do an acid wash to it, and then they put a new, uh, a new vermiculite or something. It's called. Yeah, it's it's something like that. But they it's essentially re. Um, uh, like concrete, like they shave off the top of it and then they put a new layer on it, I guess. I don't, I'm not a pool guy. I don't fucking understand, but I know they call it relining, but that's crazy. Yeah, dude, you can't have like plastic furniture, you know, the plastic furniture you get from fucking Walmart, like mm -hmm. the, you can't have that shit here. Like it, it will, it'll break one summer, the sun will rot it and it'll break. Like you can't have that stuff. Well, that's the thing around here. You can't have like stuff just goes bad because the winter time you got to put everything away because the winter does a job on stuff too here like my pool gets covered and all that kind of stuff and but any outside furniture it's just going to get beat up and it'll last longer than, than a year but your son's yeah. way too you know destructive out, i guess that kind of stuff yeah but if you have like wood or metal that can stay out all year the only thing you have to worry about is when the winds get bad and it take your fucking patio furniture yeah that's you why know? i put everything in my pool house and covered everything up but i've had metal well they were from walmart but they they got rusted so i mean it's yeah we don't have that you, issue you fight elements all the time i hate it but that's the yeah. way life is right i would say as far as elements are concerned arizona is probably the easiest place to get by <laughs> yep. you know but it is funny so i think it might have been last year i think it was last year uh we had really bad winds and i had enough foresight to go buy these big 12 inch rebar stakes like hook they have a hook on the end mm -hmm. and i staked my trampoline down every oh. foot like i staked it down the next morning everybody in my neighborhood lost their trampolines except me 
Nice. <laughs> like they were in other people's yard, like trample, like enough wind to pick up a trampoline and move it three houses down. Oh yeah. It's re- it could kill somebody or go through a house or something. Yeah. Or yeah. Something. So people like lost their trampolines or they're flipped over in their backyards and stuff. And mine was fucking put like nothing. It but, feels just above ground pools. If I was going to do I, it again. I do it that way. I do remember in Colorado when I, when I was there, there was a lot of above ground pools in Missouri. When I lived there, there was a lot of above ground pools. So I, I, I have seen them and I have seen them here, but they're not as like, it's once in a blue moon. Somebody has an above ground pool. Like, one of the ones that has the siding on it that you don't move. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's like, what that's what I'm talking about. You can build a deck around it, but you can take it all down. Once you dig that hole, it's it's you know, it is what it is. But yeah. You know. But it's but fun I'm sure to your have kids it love it. Yeah, I'm sure your do. kids love it. I love keeping it clean and putting chemicals in it and all that shit. So <laughs> do you have pool cleaners out there? Is that big industry? No, I mean you if you have a problem, there's one of two people to call. And the one will never show up, and the other one will charge you double. So you're kind of fucked oh, there, one way or the there's other. There's a pool cleaner on every corner here. I can open a phone. Well, back when they had phone books, I could open a phone book and easily find a hundred pool cleaners within five miles of my home. <laughs> no, you can't even get people. I one guy is not reliable. The other guy just charges more because they're they're a franchise. And I don't, you know, it's just it's like getting a plumber. You you pay what it is to sh- have them show up. You know, your pipes break. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So did I block this guy? The yard trifecta. <laughs> there we go. Um, My favorite. So uh, let's see. Uh, let's get started into. We have a pretty short show scheduled for tonight because. Minus the pool talk. <laughs> minus the pool talk. Actually, uh, is your team in the playoffs or the Steelers in the playoffs? No, they, they are. They are. They are. Who are they playing this weekend? Uh, they're playing the uh, the Pittsburgh Passions. What? That's the uh, the girl football team they're playing. They're uh, the professional girls team. Oh, so they're not in the playoffs. No. <laughs> I couldn't remember because I knew they could have made the playoffs as such and such happened. My team was out of the playoffs in feels like August. Uh, but um... <laughs> yeah, we needed Miami to beat the Jet or the Jets to beat Miami. It didn't happen. And uh, Matt's team needed to beat Detroit. And didn't so we're both sitting here on the sidelines enjoying uh whatever may come to be in in uh in, in uh football this year who's your who's your uh who's your pick to win the whole thing don't well, say the Steelers because they can't <laughs> never know never know well they never played that Buffalo Cincinnati game never we played it yeah so I think if the Bills go to the AFC championship against the Chiefs it's going to be at a neutral location or something like that no, the Chiefs that, got first. The Chiefs, from what I heard, the Chiefs have first. But the Bills could advantage. have got the Bills could have got first, right? If they Correct, but, if they but, beat the Cincinnati, if they did so. But Bills got second seed and Cincinnati got third. So if the Bills play Cincinnati in the divisional round, it'll be in Buffalo. Whereas had they played that game and Cincinnati would have won, that game would be in Cincinnati. So yeah, I but think, I think it's affecting the first round too, because if if Bills would have won that game. They could have had the first seed because they beat the Chiefs. Right, they wouldn't. But they're playing this week. I mean, the Chiefs have the bye, and that was the thing because if they, you know, a lot of could have happened if they won. But think if someone would have got hurt. So any, it, it could have gone any way. And I don't yeah. know why they didn't play it, but they just basically said it didn't make much of a difference. The Chiefs got first round bye, and Buffalo gets the second. And you know, I guess. 
That's know. bullshit because Kansas City, the only reason they have first is because they won one more game. All right. And they and the Bills and, but beat they them. lost the same amount. All right. The Bills beat them, so they would have had home field. So but Cincinnati could have won the game and you know could have had the first seed or at least the second seed and had, you know, that game at home. I don't are you well, sure about that? Because I swear I just talked to a Bills fan today and he said Chiefs have the bye and they basically took the lesser of all the evils and let Buffalo have the second seed in Cincinnati with the third because it would have been. Okay, so I just found it. So if the Bills and Chiefs meet in the AFC championship game, it's going to be played in Atlanta. Huh. I didn't I talked to him today. He didn't say anything about that. He said. Yeah, this was from to... a day ago, and this is from NFL.com, actually. The NFL announced on Thursday that Mercedes-Benz Stadium, home of the Atlanta Falcons, has been selected as the neutral location what, for a potential Buffalo Bills-Kansas City Chiefs AFC Championship game on t- January 29th. Yeah, Dorf Lopez just said that too. So you got to listen yeah. to Dorf later. But I, 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 I think that that, happened, that is a leg up for the Bills. I would hate I mean, to go play in Kansas City. All right, Arrowhead's a tough place to play in. Yeah, and Atlanta. But what about if they play Cincinnati in the divisional round? Cincinnati could have won I that game. I don't think they can't. I don't. Well, what? How close are their records? So, oh, Cincinnati is twelve and four. So, you see the the issue here is that even if Buffalo, oh no, that would make sense. No, wait. If Buffalo beat Cincinnati, Cincinnati would have been twelve and five. If Cincinnati beat Buffalo, Cincinnati would have been thirteen thirteen and three, or thirteen and four. So, right. Yeah. So Buffalo would have still. What did Buffalo? They lost. Bit ahead of Cincinnati. They don't because lost a, they're games. a game apart right now. Right, they can meet second round. What Lopez said, but it's going to be in Buffalo. But it wouldn't I don't I didn't see the records. I didn't pay. You know, if it ain't my team, I'm I'm just it is what it is. I'm not. I wasn't too involved, but I I called my buddy about it, and he said he didn't say anything about it being playing in Atlanta for Bills Chiefs, and then said Cincinnati. Had they won, would have had that as a home game because they they beat the Bills. But um, well, yeah, I, it, I, the report I'm reading right now doesn't say anything about Buffalo Bills Cincinnati. Uh, I mean, if issues. they both win, if the Cincinnati beat if Cincinnati beats Ravens and the Bills beat the Dolph or the Dolphins, then they're going to play next. Yeah, but round. they're in different they're in different brackets, right? How do you see the fucking brackets for this thing? NFL. Well, um, I, the only reason I, I brought up the only reason I brought up sports is because somebody said they came in here to see us talk sports. So yeah, uh, we're we're the professional experts here on sports, as as you can tell. I do watch more sports than <laughs> I, I do too. But obviously, I don't. I talked to my buddy today, and I didn't have all the information because. Well, know. that's what you were saying, and I'm like, dude, I swear. I just I called him. I said, "How you doing? Why aren't they playing that game? Does that affect you guys?" And he's like, "No, it's they picked the lesser of two evils." And I so Buffalo and Cincinnati could meet in the second round. Yeah, so Cincinnati plays Baltimore. They should win that one. Buffalo plays Miami. They should win that one because Baltimore, I don't think, is Lamar. uh, The fuck's his name? Jackson. Action Jackson. And then Kansas City's pro. So whoever wins in the Chargers Jacksonville game goes to Kansas City. Kansas City should be either one of those teams. Well so, think about it though. The the Bills have to play probably Cincinnati and the Chiefs as the Cincinnati reverse of that. 
So by the Bills not getting the first round by, they have the better playing team they have to meet in round two. Right. So right. whereas the Chiefs get the Jaguars, you know, could be an easier deal there. So the whole thing, I wish they would have played the game. I'm glad he's he didn't, you know, Lamar or the, what's his name? Hamlin didn't die. That was crazy. But, um, you know, I think they should have got that game in. But, you know, I guess this is this is the next best option. So so your pick for the AFC to head to the Super Bowl, Chiefs or Bills or Cincinnati? Uh, Dolphins. I, I don't think that's going to happen, bro. <laughs> Never know. So it's Dolphins hard. are your are your firm. I lo- I like the Dolphins. So before the Cardinals came to Arizona, I was actually a Dolphins fan. Oh, nice. Yeah, which well, I who was which, on the Dolphins that you liked? I don't remember, dude. I was a baby, <laughs> but I just remember. Oh, Marina. I just Marino. yeah, of course. But I just remember having like dolphins gear that my dad bought me i don't know why my dad was into the dolphins but i remember having Ah. dolphins gear so i wasn't that huge into it to to know like because they came here the cardinals came here in 88 89 yeah i I was four oh well yeah so i don't remember i don't remember anything about the dolphins Ah. all i remember is that i had clothes dolphins clothes like a windbreaker i remember a windbreaker i remember fucking jersey for some i don't remember who it was and then the cardinals came and that kind of went all out the window my dad was like we're cardinals fans now and i've been ever since but my uncle when i was two bought me a dallas cowboys jersey and you can see me i have a picture of me throwing it like with it on the ground walking on it (laughs) nice and i was two and then, uh, so everybody in Arizona was either a Cowboys fan or a, or a Niners fan, and I can't oh. stand either of those teams. Yeah. I didn't. So, I didn't mind the Cowboys or the Forty Niners, but I did not like the Cowboys. Uh, so, okay, so you're saying Miami all the way to the AFC? No, I got enough friends who were Bills fans, and I got to root for the closest team for me. And then I'm going to root for the Eagles on the other side since they're a Pennsylvania team. So. Uh, but I, I really don't have a, a, a dog in the fight or a horse in a race or an ass in the toilet seat or whatever you want to call it. So so, so you're thinking Buffalo all the way to the AFC. I, I want Buffalo or Cincinnati to go to the Super Bowl. If it's one of those two teams, I'll be fine because I like uh, Josh Allen and I like um, Joe Cool. Jo- What's his name? Joseph Burrows. Yeah. Hey, baby, I'm going to call. Uh, my dog, your daughter comes in. My dog just barked in my ear. I'm I thought I locked that fucking door. Like I'm a little pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, I, I don't. This dog come down and barked in my ear. I thought I went deaf. I should. I could. <laughs> okay, so if not Philly, okay. So I, I know, I know you're saying Philly, and they seem like a pretty logical choice. But if not Philly on the NFC, who do you think gets to the Super Bowl? Do you think it's San Fran with a third string quarterback? Do you think I'd it's like Seattle with Mr. Geno Smith? I'm not, not Seattle. Possibly the Vikings, maybe um, San, San Fran. I wouldn't mind. That's a good story with the Brock Purdy. Brock's the only rookie quarterback to beat Tom Brady. So it'd be yeah, Tom cool Brady's also decrepit practically now. So <laughs> he's, in super, he's in a chance. He's in the playoffs. Anything can happen. Yeah. Yeah, by the skin of his fucking teeth. <laughs> That's all that matters, man. The Steelers were a, the sixth seed and went all the way to the Super Bowl. It can happen. What are they, the the AFC East? Is that what he's in? 
He's so he NFC has South. he has what the Saints, the Falcons, and the Panthers. Yeah, all reputable teams. No. <laughs> I think I between point. the three of those teams, they won six games or something. Yeah, I, mean, it's, I don't. They were supposed to change the playoffs to to inquire to put in, you know, your top two or or four teams, and the rest should have been based on record, not if you win your division. And they still have yet to do that. That's why I guess I've been seven... an advocate for reseeding for the last ten years because I think the whole thing is bullshit. I think it's fucking ridiculous that. Um, that I'm not seeing any instances now, but there has been instances where somebody's won their division and the wild cards both have better records than the division winner. They should reseed. It should Correct. go to whoever like I, I, cause that's what basketball essentially does that. Right. Because they just have two, like everybody's in their own, you know, they have Pacific West and all these other divisions, but you have the East and West, right? And everybody falls into a line based on their record. Mm-hmm. And that's how they figure out that. So if you're going to have divisions, fine. So you can have some competition, but do what the NBA does. And person with the best record should be hosting that game. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. It should be, um, no one with a losing record should be in the playoffs. Oh, with a losing record, that's a totally other. That's what I mean, like you should, yeah. So I mean, get out the wild card. You know, make get out the division leaders and go strictly by record. And if you have a, again, that'll keep out the losing record for the most part. It might be one or two, but yeah, you know, we'll see. Well, what was it? Just what three or four years ago they had the AFC. What they call it, the AFC least, and it was Dallas Giants. Oh yeah, Commanders. And Philly is in that division? Mm-hmm. The East, yeah. Yeah, and and the team that got in had a losing record, right? Oh, yeah. Which, speaking of the Giants, they they shocked me this year. David Jones was a, you know, rookie quarterback who couldn't do anything the last couple of years. He was, you know, still seemed like a rookie. This year he's on fire the last half of the season. I lost my fantasy championship because of him. And uh, so now I'm, now I'm ticked off. Yeah, I don't, I don't have much – hope for the Giants, Tampa Bay, or Seattle. I don't or Dallas, because Dallas just even if Dallas looks like world beaters, they find a way to lose in that first round every year. Yeah. But uh see uh San Francisco and Philly, I think, are the only two teams that have a legitimate chance. I think Minnesota's a fluke. Uh I don't know about that. Oh Minnesota dude Kirk Cousins can find a way to fuck that up. I like. Her. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know, man. Never know. It, they they just don't. They're winning games. Good for them. But they just don't pass the smell test to me, man. I don't. I don't know what it is about them. And then Kansas City, Buffalo, and Cincinnati. I think all have realistic chances, but I think Cincinnati's on the outside looking in, as well, far as those thing. three teams are concerned. Uh, I I don't know. I don't. I'm not a fan of Cincinnati because I'm a Pittsburgh guy. Uh, Buffalo and the Chiefs have been the two top teams as of the last couple of years. There's probably no one that can rival them in the NFC. I'm surprised that last year the Rams were able to beat Cincinnati as a team that I thought had some firepower. Well, they had the Even, worst offensive line in the like one of the worst offensive lines in the league, and they couldn't protect Joe Burrow. That was their whole issue. The Rams had one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, Cincinnati had one of the worst 
offensive lines. That's the reason the Rams won that game. Did I lose you? But uh, oh, I'm still here. Sorry about that. No, no, you're all good. Uh, but that's the reason the Rams. Like as soon as I Cincinnati got to that Super Bowl, I was rooting for Cincinnati hard because I hate anything from LA. Um, being an Arizona fan, I mean, LA and Arizona, well, Ari- Arizona hates LA. LA could fucking care less about Arizona, but right. It's like Penn state and Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Lakers can fucking burn up in a ball of flames for all I care. I don't fucking, <laughs> but, uh, I hope, so. I know you don't like Cincinnati because of the Steelers Bengals rivalry, but I mean, it's just, I always try to root for the team that's never won it before because my team's never won it before. So, I mean, Buffalo doesn't have, cause they, they had those years. They went to the super bowl with Jim Kelly, right? Four but years they've never, row. they never won one. No. So, I mean, Cincinnati and Buffalo to me, those are my picks. I want one of those two, two teams to win it all. And on the NFC side, the I would Vikings like never won one. I would like Minnesota to win. I just don't think they will. Does that make sense? They don't pass a smell test for me, but out of all those teams, I want them to win. Something in me, though, thinks that if the NFL has their way, Tom Brady and San Francisco are going to meet in the NFC Championship, and they have two great storylines right there. Tom Brady wins his last one, rides off into the sunset, or they got the rookie QB that beat Tom Brady. I mean, there's storylines there. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, it'd be nice to see Burrow and Allen meet again. But that Chiefs Bills game last year was crazy, so they probably want something like that again in the championship game. So I think either either of those three teams could make that championship game one to remember. And if uh, if Tom Brady makes it to the Super Bowl again, good story. San Fran, I don't, I'm not a fan of them because if they win their sixth, they tie the Steelers. But since San Francisco didn't win there against the Ravens a couple years back. Tom Brady already got his six with the Patriots. So now yeah. it doesn't matter. Their Steelers already been tied. So that's out the door. So, yeah. Yeah. Even though you guys didn't, shouldn't have won that one against Arizona, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. His greatest, foot never touched the fucking no, ground. His foot never touched the fucking ground. His foot never touched the fucking ground. There's touchdown. photographic evidence. Yeah, you know, just like they say, the immaculate reception at head to ground. It did not. It was all his foot good. never touched the fucking ground. <laughs> he had three guys on him, and he still caught it. You've, so what's you, up you've with got, your... you've got, you've got six, and I'm calling bullshit on one, and you're like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> that was the one never I touched the fucking ground. Dude. Officials, officials in the NFL have even said his foot never touched the fucking what ground. Did you talk to? Huh? Who did, who did you hear? I didn't hear. I'd never heard for that. a year for like no. three years after that game, dude. That was a big topic. His I, foot never touched the fucking ground. I heard the same <laughs> shit after the the wine from the Seattle Seahawks after they won, and I forget what their reasoning was then. It was so long ago. Now at this point, some there was a couple issues with that game. A couple calls that weren't weren't called and made that game go. Uh, Steelers way, but I did not hear that that foot did not touch. I mean, that dude. There's photographic 
I just watched it, and it and his foot was on the ground. I saw no, it. No, it was not. I just saw it. They had the Ben's top ten, top fifty plays, and that was number one. That was the drive. You take out Elway's drive from nineteen ninety three or wherever the hell that was, uh, and you put in that drive. It was first and twenty. They got an offsides penalty or a holding penalty on the first play, and it was first and twenty at like the ten or the five, and they drove ninety or ninety five yards to hit that in the corner end zone with that throw. I mean, that was one of the greatest drives in football history. His he, foot but, never touched the fucking ground. Look, they're both there. <laughs> no, they're, they're not. No, no, they're not. Motion. They're not both Put that there, one dude. right up there. Someone moved his that, – someone's computer enhanced. No, dude, that yes, is I just watched everywhere. It. They're both his there right in that one right there. never touched the fucking ground. It they had three officials there and looked at it for – Yeah. His foot never touched the ground. Never. Well, maybe Kurt Warner shouldn't have thrown that last uh, interception <laughs> to James Harrison or got sacked at the end there. Yeah, it never touched the fucking ground. Look at this. Crazy. Look. Uh, what I was just looking at. Ten years after Super Bowl XL3 catch, many still doubt. <laughs> many still doubt. They all I'm live in Arizona. <laughs> uh, no, dude. I'm telling yes, you. But never. It was a huge thing on – what was that show that um, – Mike and Mike. It was a huge topic of on Mike and Mike for like six months after that game. Ended. I listen to Mike and Mike every day, and well, I don't remember much the day after that game, but I listen to him. I don't remember one damn part of that. I have to say, I did not think that to be an issue. I think you made it up. I think you no. enhanced those pictures. I'm no. <laughs> All I did was Santonio's home's foot never touched the ground and hit Google images. <laughs> yeah, the images that put in Santonio Holmes. Uh, you know, historic catch and but, show both feet on the ground. Speaking of Arizona, because that's in the past, we can't. There you go, right there. He was pushed. There you go. That just answers your whole fucking shit. There it is. Uh, so number six. Uh, who gave you control of the chat? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the good news is that so the the betting odds for Arizona Cardinals next head coach have hit, and Arizona Cardinals are in the lead to land Sean Payton, which would nice. be fucking huge. Does he want to come back? He does. He's, he does. he's, he's uh, meeting with the Broncos on Tuesday and then Arizona. And the other team he's meeting with is Houston, which when I look at all those teams, I mean, Russell Wilson's on the decline. Uh, Houston. Oh Yeah. Houston, Houston has a lot of benefits for him, but he has come out and outwardly said how Kyler Murray is one of his favorite quarterbacks of all time. So I think that's what's going to be the draw. And he used to be a St. Louis Cardinals football team, uh, used to be a ball boy, worked for them all through high school. He has a relationship with the Bidwell. So so they're they're saying Sean Payton to the Arizona Cardinals is, is a, a legit possibility. And if that's the case, I mean... Oh, that's I, right. I, I th- I think I think he's the perfect fit, but and I think that lines up with time lies with the Steelers as they'll rise up to the AFC Championship, we'll meet again <laughs> in the Super Bowl, and if we won't, it will be another catch just like that, and it'll go our way again, and you guys for ten years can cry about it. There have been years, there have been years that because that's one of the most watched Super Bowls of all time, the Arizona uh, Pittsburgh game, mm-hmm. um, and there's been times when both the Pittsburgh and Arizona seem, especially in Bruce Arians, when Bruce Arians was was the coach here, 
that both of them seemed on a collision course. And it, it almost feels as if the NFL wants that again okay. to see, to see Pittsburgh who has more Super Bowl wins as a team than any other team in Arizona, the oldest team in the league, it just writes itself, right? Oh, yeah. It's never won anything. So, but we were calling, uh, Arizona was, uh, was once that the coach back and against the Steelers in the Super Bowl, right? He was the coach. What? Dave wants that, wasn't it? Or not wants that. No, what Wizenhunt. Wizenhunt. So it was we called it Pittsburgh West because everyone that went over there, like Russ Grimm, I think was there. And yeah, <clears> yeah. <throat> so for when you guys got Tomlin, it was between Wizenhunt and Tomlin. And then when Tomlin was picked, uh Wizenhunt came over to Arizona, brought a bunch of his his uh people over. And then even when Arians came over here, it was yeah. kind of had that Pittsburgh feel. Um, he pulled a lot of people over, and we, I mean, for a long time, we were getting we were getting Pittsburgh retreads like their players. Yeah, and I which wish... r- right now we have uh, the running back, um, James Conner. Yeah, He's which I Erie. love. I we, love. I met James him Conner. years ago. Met him years ago. My my, uh, we were we were there at a Make a Wish event. He spoke. He was just about to go into the in the college in the in the pit. And then he got sick like a year later. <clears throat> oh yeah, he had With what leukemia. was it like bone marrow cancer or something? Leuke- yeah, leukemia. Yeah. <clears throat> so we had just met him, and then he got sick because we were there for a Make a Wish event. So. Yeah, I I like James Conner a lot. He just seems like a f- awesome guy. And when we've had fucking disasters at running back, it's nice to have James Conner. I mean, the last one that I that I that I was like in love with was. Uh, the one we had in the Super Bowl, uh, James, Edron James. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Warren, uh, Warren but since then, it's just been fucking dud after dud after dud after dud. And I can't believe the Steelers got rid of him or let him go because I, I liked, you know, I liked. Yeah, he's them. a huge. He's a good teammate. So, but well, let's get past. We we have a few weeks of NFL football, and and maybe uh, you'll hear JP and I talk about the games this week and next week's but let's yes, start this is a new mike and mike show right We're gonna yeah take over mike <laughs> so let's get into our show tonight let me see here we're going to share there we go so uh first thing I'll, you like the new logos i made what do you think of that they're fabulous 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 they're fabulous first thing we have is While the world is still trying to get over Henry Cavill's exit as Superman from the DCU, a new rumor suggests that Euphoria star Jacob Elordi is in the running to take on the cape of Kal-El. With the announcement of Henry Cavill leaving the DCU, James Gunn also clarified that it is still of great importance to have the character included within the DCEU. James Gunn came out afterwards and said, my thoughts are no one has been cast as Superman yet. Casting, as is almost always the case with me, will happen after the script is finished or close to finish, and it isn't. We'll announce a few things in not too long, but the casting of Superman won't be one of them. (laughs) I think that he might be on the short list as somebody that they're interested in talking to. I don't really like his look. Like, I don't know. What do you feel about him? I don't know him from really anything except my wife has watched some. I think he's in like the kissing booth on Netflix. I don't know if my wife has watched those, but yeah, I haven't watched any of those. I don't. <clears throat> a lot of names they've been they've been putting out there for Superman have not are not people I know who they are. So I didn't know Henry Cavill either. So 
Yeah, I think I if think James Gunn's going to pick it, I'm going to be fine with it. I heard they're going to go younger and a younger storyline, but then I recently read that uh, they're going to go with the, possibly the Kingdom Come storyline, and I think oh, that's I an love older. That. That's an older Superman, I I believe. From what I'm, I just got it in that pack I bought from the online auction. It came in that pack. Yeah, too. Kingdom Come's great, but I he's come out and said it's going to be younger. That's why they kind of passed on Henry Cavill. If they did do King Kingdom Come, Henry Cavill would have been awesome. Yeah, that's isn't a Superman have like gray hair or something in this one? When I saw, yeah, he's back. older, but it's like an alternate universe one, so it's not in the main Earth. Kingdom Come. So Brandon Routh played the Kingdom Come version of Superman in uh, the Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, on uh, WB CW crossover. CW. Yeah, yeah, which was pretty fucking awesome. So he kind of got his retribution to play the Superman that he should have oh, played. Cool. Yeah, because he fucking that movie sucks, but he looks awesome as Superman. Yeah, I I, I liked it. I mean, it. I think they can do something with the Flash movie and some do some alternate timeline and do this kingdom come potentially but i i don't think that lines up with what i've heard with the younger version so who knows um i'm interested to see whatever james gunn's gonna put together and i can i have a feeling james gunn likes to do weird shit uh and i would not be surprised if in the future we could get something like that maybe some cri- big screen crisis on infinite earth type thing and you know and get a few they're gonna want to do the no way home thing i mean they had so much success with no way home that they're gonna find a way to get michael keaton and brandon routh and henry cavill and all these people on the same team or on the but same screen the longer they wait the less chance you have of i mean keaton's not a he's not as old as harrison ford but he may you know it may not yeah yeah uh funny story about kevin spacey as here it says uh kevin spacey is no gene hackman so i watched the documentary on the death of superman lives the movie that uh kevin smith wrote and was gonna be uh directed by tim burton and apparently in that movie their number one pick to play lex luther was kevin spacey who went on to play lex luther in superman returns and uh i I found it to be a really interesting documentary because for a long time, I said Nick Cage looks fucking stupid as Superman, but when they showed some of these other images, I was like, dude, I could get behind that. <laughs> With the mullet? Uh, so the mullet was something they were... So you remember at that time, Superman in the comics had long hair. Yep. And I think that's a look they were going to, but what they did is he was at a costume fitting, like testing the costume in a hotel room. And they just got a really bad picture of them. Right. <laughs> but they have some official images that they took for like promotion. And he looked pretty good. But I don't know. I don't think you, you, the look of Christopher Reeves and then Nick Cage, I don't think the two were. Well, they, they were trying to go for something. I mean, Superman Lives was going to be the dark route that Batman eventually took before Batman became a thing, you know? So, I mean, it, it shows a lot of uh, still images. Like, Brainiac was, like, on a giant spider body. It was weird. Really? Yeah, some <laughs> of the imagery, but very Tim Burton-esque, oh, yeah. right? But uh, they had... Um, um, oh, fuck. Wait, wait, uh, in, in Superman, the death of Superman, who who is it that kills him? What the fuck is his name? Oh, Doomsday. Doomsday. 
Doomsday was going to be covered in a in a faces all over that changed the faces like he had faces on his arm and everything and they would change while he was fighting Superman like one of the faces would change into Lois Lane and one of them would change into Martha and one of them would change into you know Pa Kent and stuff while he was fighting him and I thought that was an interesting idea it sounded like they were going to completely just fucking go, go away off. from the comic books and just go off the deep end but I don't think it the... works well when you do that when they go off the script of comics but yeah, but I think when you go see a Tim Burton movie, you're going to see a Tim Burton movie. Right. <laughs> and should, anyone should expect that. I mean, because remember when, when he came out with Batman, how different Batman was from everything else people knew of Batman prior to that. that the first one was kind of uh, a mix. The second one went way off the rails with yeah. the way the Vita looked. But I thought that first one was a nice dark look, almost dark night-ish. Not that I read you it back like then. The Vito as the Penguin? I didn't like how his face always looked like he was having like black jello coming out of his mouth all the time. I like, I love Dan DeVito, but I thought that was off putting back then. It was just weird to me. To me, that is the best looking penguin. Like I didn't like the Colin Farrell penguin. Cause he's just a dude. Yeah. He looked, I mean, who, who's going to be called a penguin in a mafia? You know, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, it's usually Johnny No Neck or Vinny Bag of Donuts. It's not uh, the Penguin, right? Yeah, just Danny DeVito as the Penguin. I mean, that just was fucking. Well, it just he, looked beautiful. Then Arnold Schwarzenegger is Mr. Freeze. I mean, it's well, that's know. Schumacher. So right, I know. That but I'm saying like <laughs> it was fucked up. That was fucked up. So was uh, I thought DeVito was fine as it, but I, I would have rather seen something a little less uh, horrific. In Batman, I don't think it's it wasn't like Clayface or something where the penguin was a normal Burgess, Mer, Burgess Meredith. Just I think he was the best penguin, in my opinion. Just a short guy with a with a hat on and a <clears throat> monopoly looking glasses. That was the way to do it. Not some guy with scissor hands or something and yeah, penguin jello hands. in his mouth. Yeah, dude, I I dude, fucking I love Danny DeVito. Well, that 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 Danny DeVito's portrayal kind of spawned the whole way he kind of looked in the animated series like it it changed the definition of that character for decades yeah i mean i didn't i didn't i put this way i didn't love it but i didn't that wasn't my biggest problem with that the whole episode the batman returns was good overall i didn't i didn't oh yeah compared to what the three movies we got after (laughs) yeah so i mean preferred dan devito being just less creepy less uh weird well that's that's tim burton I mean, that right there, I mean, he had a Tim Burton it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, but what I will say about the Schumacher things is I love Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Like, I thought that was really good casting. Everything else about those movies could fucking go down the fucking keep, pooper. Keep in mind, or, or my, my thoughts on this, Jack Nicholas, Nicholson, which one is it? I never get him. Nicholson, Jack Nicholas is the golfer. Right, I know. I know one. Of the, I always get them mixed up because I can never remember off the top of my head. The the Lakers fan guy with the weird with the from yeah. He was a great Joker, sadistic, crazy. Heath Ledger was a great Joker, sadistic and even crazier. The Penguin was from Devito, was just off kilt, weird, whatever. But it fit Tim Burton. The Riddler. 
and the Riddler and the newest Batman were completely off. The, and the oh, completely! Off you can't even find similarities between the so, two of them. So the, the tone of the first Batman and the second one were similar. When you go into Batman Three, whatever the name of that was, Batman Forever, I think Batman Forever, the Riddler could have been so much darker. Like they made him in this recent movie to compare to the Joker, but they made him just eclectic. I guess is the word they they made him look in that one, and it was fun. Jim Carrey was yeah. great as it, but I, I you know. Yeah, I didn't like his suit with the question marks all over the green leotard. I mean, it was more like, like the '60s model version, right? For a multi-million dollar movie, they could like they could have done. I mean, and he had the fucking uh, his hair was like that uh, that country singer from the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> it was kind of like flopped up, you know. Wow, you know what I'm saying? It. Yeah, yeah. It was just, but the suit with the with. You would think for a multi-million dollar movie, they could have spent a little bit more time on the suits. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I didn't like um, his version of that character. It seems like they spent a lot of money on that suit. Well, they didn't have much left over after the nipples. (laughs) That's why they couldn't help out the Riddler, but they they must have enough from the studio for uh, Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger. All right, let's get into our next uh, headline. So, The Flash. Oh, Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, I, f- I tried to find the craziest picture of him. Good so boy. last May, the Flash star Ezra Miller, who uses they, them pronouns, I don't know why I had to read that, but was charged after allegedly stealing liquor from the house of one of their neighbors in Vermont. Deadline is reporting that the actor's plea for a reduced sentence of trespassing was accepted today, meaning he will only need to pay a $500 fine. Superior Court Judge Carrie A. McDonald, Katie, told the actor, you'll be on administrative probation for one year for the unlawful trespass that you will be pleading guilty to. If you complete that probation successfully and the probation is closed and discharged, count one will remain dismissed. However, if there is a violation of probation that was filled that a court found probable cause for, the state could refile the count one burglary. So it sounds like this dude, he did a lot of awful shit. (laughs) I mean apparently he was sex trafficking kids and like doing really awful shit. The fact that he may only get off with a trespassing charge to me kind of speaks of, um, uh, privilege a little bit because I think if anybody else, if their name wasn't in the news, did the same things, they would be going to prison for a long time, but it just kind of, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, I he broke. I mean, if he had the what you're saying because of the background he had prior, that this would have just been the icing on the cake or the straw that broke the camel's back to get him in jail. Is that what you're saying? Because this this charge alone isn't enough for for that. Well, I mean, he we broke into someone's in house. <laughs> he broke into someone's house, stole alcohol. He broke into somebody's hotel room and assaulted uh, two people. Uh, there was something with a mother and a child that he had living in his house that they, he was being suspected of of trafficking. Right. All uh, that that this alone is just the extra one that puts him in jail should put him in jail. Well, I think those things should put him in jail, but it oh, sounds yeah, yeah, like because yeah. he had three or four charges dropped and only is being charged to this one because he had the other ones. To eat, so his plea agreement. But I would say if you or I did those things we'd be going to prison for a long time. If we did all the things that he did, we would be in prison for at least a decade. Oh yeah. This yeah, dude, gonna... because of his name and his money is able to get off with a $500 fine and a year of probation for the awful things that he did. And I just think it's fucking bullshit. It's yeah. You shouldn't I... be able to buy 
your way through the justice system is 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 the point I'm trying yeah, to but make. He, how much money does he have compared to other actors who don't do this kind of shit? So it doesn't give him any right because he got money and they shouldn't. He should be. I, I hope they get rid of him after this Flash movie and he goes away. I do. I do. He's Even though his man. new suit here, I like a lot better than the fucking Power Rangers thing he had going on in Justice League. But yeah, I'm looking, whatever. I'm looking for that one, but it's unfortunate that somebody who's done so many wrongs are going to keep making that movie, and they shut down the Catwoman movie or the Batwoman movie, and um, makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. All right, next bit of news: uh, The Walking Dead may have ended, but AMC isn't going to let their zombie franchise shamble off into the sunset that easily. Today, the cable channel has confirmed several premiere windows for those planned spinoffs, along with confirmation that Fear the Walking Dead is going to conclude with its eighth season. That will be split into two parts with six episodes airing across May and June and the final six scheduled for a currently unconfirmed slot later in 2023. And then for the other two shows, The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon is supposed to come out in 2023 and the Michonne and Rick series that I could not find a title for to save my life is supposed to debut in 2024 so i just put untitled because i was tired of searching for it so uh you're too busy finding san antonio holmes and his oh fuck you (laughs) (laughs) that's why i have time for it (laughs) so matt and kyle kyle uh they're they're both uh huge walking dead fans i lost interest in the show a long time ago i think i was obsessed with it for maybe the first four seasons then it just seemed the same shit over and over again. And I, I just got bored with it, essentially. D, are you a Walking Dead fan? No, I got a buddy who was a huge Walking Dead fan, but his interest lasted a season or two. Then he was out of it. And uh, I I watched, I think, the first episode, and my wife was like, I'm not watching zombies. And so <laughs> kind of died there. Yeah, I I completely lost it. Negan comes in. This is Negan here. Uh, he kills uh, two of the actors. I think I watched for maybe that season till the end. Um, and then just completely just dropped off. I don't know what season that was. Even though I think Lauren Conrad, who is this woman right here, Maggie, is the most beautiful woman on the planet. I don't even know to look her up. She's from Supernatural, so she uh she's gorgeous she reminds me of the girl from uh my girl do you remember my girl yep yeah, no, yeah. and for the longest time i thought they were the same person and they are not the same person <laughs> but all right so some walking dead news next we've got rick and morty entertainment weekly uh via tunado.com is reporting that justin roiland the lead star and co-creator of adult swims hit animated series rick and morty is facing felony domestic violence charges after a 2020 incident in orange county california the criminal complaint was originally filed in 2020 uh, may 2020 and the 42 year old was charged with one felony count of domestic battery with corporal injury and one felony count of false imprisonment by menace violence fraud and or deceit the alleged victim's identity has not been revealed, though the Jane Doe was reporting dating Royland at the time. Royland, who lends his voice to Rick Sanchez and Morty Smith, among other characters, pleaded not guilty back in 2020 and appeared in court yesterday after a pretrial hearing. Hence why this news has only just started doing the rounds online. Rick and Morty, I don't watch it. Do you watch it? No, I, I, know, I know who they are, but I've never watched it, so I, I'm no help on this one. Yeah, I, I don't watch it, but I know uh, people of my sister's generation, and my sister is 24, are fucking obsessed with this show. 
obsessed. Um, this may put a damper on any future installments to Rick and Morty. Um, I have seen clips of it and it looks very funny. It's just, I don't, out of all the things I watch, this is at the bottom of the barrel for things to watch. But yeah, I, I don't understand, dude. Like, why can't these people keep their hands off other people? Like, I don't fucking get it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if it's, if it's someone provoked you and you, you know, you had a bad day and you went after it. But I mean, if you're just, a, you know, it's. But my significant other, like my wife, like if I'm pissed, I'm leaving the house. Well, wasn't there? Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, why can't people just fucking leave the house, man? You have we talked about uh, last week with Dana White. Then he just they have a slap battle. Was or it something Dana White? Dana White and his wife or someone where they had a slap battle or something and they said keep it between I us. I don't and... think I was in that conversation. I don't know. I remember Matt and I talking about that last week and, you know, it's so it's uh, yeah, you shouldn't be hitting anyone in your house. But I'm saying if like, you know, these people make mistakes whenever it's uh, they get pushed to the limits, but not in your own house. But it's know. just crazy to me. Like, I understand being in a bar, you got a little bit of alcohol in you, and somebody says something smart, you fucking get in a bar fight or some bullshit, or you're, you know, defending yourself on the streets or whatever. But when you're in your house, like, this shit's going to blow up in your face. Fucking leave, right? If you're angry, yeah. leave. I just don't get it, man. And maybe it's because I've never had that instinct to fucking hit my wife that it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I get you. But how many stories do we need to hear like this before people fucking start to learn that just leaving the house or going to your yeah. room and counting to 10 or whatever, like, oh, well, where if you, if you live where it's cold, it's hard to just leave your house. So you got <laughs> to have five bedrooms or a garage. You go with your studio. Yeah, right. Oh yeah. I was going to put that in there, but it was, uh, so sticks just brought up this, uh, Michael Bay is being, uh, investigator for killing a pigeon on his uh, Netflix movie Underground Six, I think it's called, uh, in Italy, which is against the law to kill animals, I guess. Even though Italy like butchers cows for food, and sh- I don't fucking get it. But pigeons are are a protected species in Italy, and he's being charged with killing this bird. And they said, "Hey, man, just plead guilty to it." Well, you pay the fine and call it a day and he's like i'm not fucking because he's a big animal advocate he's like i'm not paying anything because that's admitting guilt and i didn't do anything and but i just thought it was so stupid that i didn't put a slide in here for it (laughs) and then um i'm not sure if that oh i'm last story i I gotta jump real quick give me one second okay all right go ahead go ahead go with this one because this what all right so the last uh, I think this is the last story of the night. Angela Bassett won the Golden Globe Award Tuesday for her performance as Crean Ramonda in Black Panther Wakanda Forever, marking or making the 64-year-old the first actor ever to win a major individual acting award for a movie based on Marvel Comics. The evening marked Bassett's second win and second nomination at the Globe. So she's batting 100. <laughs> she took home the trophy for Best Actress in a Musical or Comedy of for 1993's Tina Turner biopic, What Love's Got to Do With It. Honestly, like I like that movie. I know you didn't care for that movie that much. But of all the things in that movie, to me, she's the most forgettable. Correct. So her there. winning the Golden Globe, is this just pandering? Or is this because I, Chadwick Boseman didn't win Best Actor posthumously for posthumously, however you say that word, for Black Panther? Is this just 
retribution for that? Like, could be. I mean, I, I didn't. I I thought she did a great job in the in the move in movie. Oh yeah, itself, yeah, yeah. All that, but I did not think it was you know Golden Globe. I mean, it's not an Emmy. Or what's the other one? The uh, Oscar. Oscar. It's a Golden Globe. I don't know if there's a difference. I've never won one of them, so I can't. One say is one. from the foreign the foreign press. I think they call it. The other one's from the Screen Actors Guild. I think that's okay. really the only. So, I mean, but, um, and that was part of what I was, you know, getting at for talking about later, or, or I don't know, this is a good time to bring it up, but, you know, there's been other actors and actresses, or let's just say actors. Oh, they will get to that. I have a okay. special segment for you at the end. Where okay, you can... but, that's, <laughs> but I just didn't think it. Yeah, I think you're right. It was a forgettable role. I don't think anybody in there should have won a uh, best actor award in that movie. And didn't didn't Black Panther the first one win an award itself? Yeah, they it was nominated for Best Picture, but it won like they made a new segment for Best. It was like Best Movie, Best Nerd Movie, or something, or audiences or something like that. It was Best like Big Budget Movie or or something. I just want to read off uh, some of the other um, people that were nominated for this award that angela bassett beat out let me go down here real quick but, to and, 2022 so uh angela bassett for black panther then gary carrie condon for the banshees of in sharon in a sharon jamie lee curtis for everything everywhere all at once dolly de leon for triangle of sadness and carrie mulligan for she said the only other one i've seen on this is everything everywhere all at once i watched it last night actually yeah, that was fucking that awesome it. I bought it on Blu-ray on Black Friday. Okay. Yeah, for seven bucks. But uh, I think you can watch it on HBO Max, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, I'm going to check that. So Yeah. But it's worth renting. That movie's fucking awesome. I, I want to definitely want to see that. But, uh, but, okay, so Angela Bassett should have probably won. Has she, have she ever, has she ever won a goal? I forget what you said. Her second win, right? Yeah, so she's been nominated twice. She won both times. Okay, so, all right, she, it's kind of like, the Steelers won six and maybe let the Cardinals win. One. Oh, fuck you. Right? So Bassett <laughs> wins one. There's probably someone else that could have won one, but she's well, a, a tremendous actress. So she should have well one. Respected. So if she, well respected. So I, nothing on, I mean, she, it wasn't the movie to win an Oscar or a Golden Globe for, in my opinion. Now that was the first Black Panther movie. I mean, there's only really been, in my opinion, one or two that should have been out of the Marvel universe. I mean, bring in, why didn't, you know, why didn't uh, uh, Dark Knight win anything? You know, facts. Dark Knight, Heath, Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger won best Bane, supporting actor, all that stuff. And and why didn't Bozeman win his post humanists, whatever we say, humanistically? I don't know how to say it. Whatever, posthumously, humanistically, <laughs> whatever it is, Humorously. he should have won it because Heath did, and and Bozeman did a great job. So I mean, the movies themselves, I don't think were winners of any. Um, awards, but the actors themselves, he should have been the one that won it. Bozeman. Yeah. I I just look at this movie and I think of all the performances in there. I mean, there's obviously some bad performances, but I thought, um, uh, is it Nikita? What's her, what's her name in the, um, uh, Nokia, Nokia. No, that's the phone. (laughs) You know who I'm talking about? Uh, uh, T'Challa's, uh, girlfriend, mother of his child. Yeah, I liked her a lot more than Angela Bassett in this movie. 
I was, I mean, Angela Bats in any movie she's in it is, I'm, I'm happy. Oh, with. she's a fantastic but, actress, but, and I'm again, not trying right. to. No, 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 no. But I'm, but I'm getting. You're um, there. The whole. I just think overall, I didn't like the movie, so I didn't think anyone should have won anything in that movie. I didn't think any Marvel movie this whole year should have won anything. So, <laughs> no. You know? But so. this marks her. She's the first actress to ever win a major award for a um, Marvel yeah. movie, and I and I'm looking back at everything. You know, every Everything other movie everywhere. that's come, yeah, at every other movie that's came out in the Marvel universe, and this to me, as much as I liked Wakanda Forever, this to me wasn't the one. Right. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. in Endgame was phenomenal, <laughs> and we'll get into more of that later. Yeah. But there's a lot of other ones, and we'll we'll talk more about it. But, um, did you say you had to jump up for something? Just for a minute, I got to run out for a minute. You got? Can you can you cover the thing for a minute? I think so. All right, I'll be right back. Oh, next is a trailer reaction. But I'd like to go ahead. Go ahead. I'd like to hear from you guys who what you guys think about uh uh Angela Bassett winning the uh Golden Globe. If there was somebody else that you thought was maybe more deserving. Um in my opinion, I think Jamie Lee Curtis should have won cuz everything everywhere all at once was fucking awesome. I watched it last night and I was on the edge of my seat. I don't know why it took me so long to watch. But, uh, yeah, um, I don't know. Does anybody else, and we still have the fucking thing up here. Anybody else have any ideas as far as this goes? She was up against, uh, let's see. I just had that pulled up here. She was up against Jamie Lee Curtis, Carrie Mulligan, and two other actresses I've never heard of before. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis was the only one that I could have any sort of opinion on because that's the only one of these movies I had seen. Um, so it was... Um, Yeah, it was the actress from from the Inishiam movie or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, but the Golden Globes. So Joe's Dolan says it's the Golden Globes, not an Oscar. The Golden Globes still has quite a bit of um, respect put on it. I mean, the Oscars are the big or the big one, uh, but the Oscars are because you're voted into these by your peers, right? Because it's a set. It's the Screen Actors Guild awards this is the press right so um sorry about that no you're all good so the screen actors and the oscars vote for oscars the press votes for golden globes so this isn't just a jury of your peers so they they offer different things but the golden globes is still incredible is incredibly respected all right, so Stick says, okay, I mean, her part was good, and she did it great. She had a bigger part than originally scripted, I'm sure, after Bozeman passing, so she deserves it. I can't argue with you there because, like I said, the only other one in that that I've seen anything was Jamie Lee Curtis. I thought Jamie Lee Curtis was fucking awesome in that movie. But she's not in it as much as Angela Bassett is in Black Panther, so maybe that's maybe that you get more of Angela Bassett in Black Panther, but I don't know. All right. The next thing we're going to look at is so Ant-Man released a new trailer this last week. 
and we are going to watch that now. And I'm going to pause it periodically so we don't get some sort of fucking copyright strike on this. But uh, there's a couple <laughs> of little uh, things in there that I wanted to point out. Um, so let's get that started. Is the sound sharing? No. Share screen window. Oh, here we go. Share this. Share system audio. Share. Is that working? Yep. Cool. I used to ask myself a lot of questions. Scott, you're at XCon. How are you an Avenger? Oops. That doesn't make sense. But everywhere I go, people tell me the same thing. Thank you, Spider-Man. <laughs> people still need help, Dad. That's why we made this. It's like a satellite for deep space, but Quana. Wait, wait a minute. You're sending a signal down to the quantum realm. Turn it off. Now. Is it jarring to you that that's a different actress playing? No. No? No, I, I don't think it's a cool. It wasn't a cool move to do that. They should have kept the same one. But, you know, unfortunately. I, I wonder why they did that. I, I wonder. So, like, they had Casey Lang, Cassie Lang? Cassie. Yeah, Cassie. Yeah. They had Cassie in the other movies uh, and in the Endgame specifically as a different actress. Do you think they didn't have the idea to have her in a starring role when they cast her in Endgame? And maybe that came after the fact and they wanted somebody with a little bit more pedigree because this girl's been in a lot of shit. And I like this girl. She's from Supernatural. She's from that movie with Vince Vaughn, uh, Freaky, I think it's called. Um, she's been in a lot of things. So she has a bit of more of a pedigree than the other girl who I don't recognize from anything other than Endgame. Um, do you think that that plays a, a role in it? It could have been that. I didn't know. Again, I didn't know the other girl had some pedigree to her that made the difference. Could have been that route. But I, from what I've seen that, you know, Marvel knows what they're doing out. They, they put their timeline out or they put their their thoughts on paper, their trajectory. So I don't think it. I don't, you know, why does DC keep Ezra Miller and they get rid of this that girl for nothing yeah. and put somebody else yeah. in, right? That doesn't make sense to me. Unless it's just the same because I liked her. Yeah, I thought, I, I you know, the the scene with her seeing her dad again after five years was, I thought was, you know, showed she was a pretty good actress. So why did she not continue forward? I don't so know. the girl in Endgame, I'm pretty sure, is... Um, roughly the same age as the new actress so it was um emma Furman was the actress from endgame and katherine newton is the actress in this new movie and emma Furman is 21 and katherine newton is 25 so they're pretty close to the same age so i don't think that that plays a role in it well the time jump happened in endgame there's no time jump in this I, I really think it comes down to acting pedigree or or experience. Yeah, but you got Michelle Pfeiffer, Michael Douglas, Paul Rudd, and I can't ever what's her name? Evang, uh, Evangeline Lilly. Lilly. You know, who do you need another fifth wheel? You know, I guess. You know, keep it the same. I guess, but Catherine Newton has become kind of a hot thing in Hollywood. The name. I'm not trying to say that that wasn't a reference on her appearance her name has become a hot 
name in Hollywood uh, because she's been in a lot of things recently and Freaky was uh, very well received that maybe they just, if they're going to eventually, because I assume eventually they're going to pass the baton, you know, Ant-Man to Cassie Lang eventually, uh, that maybe they just wanted somebody with a higher stature. I don't know, because who they pick for America Chavez, I, I don't know. You might know, but I don't know what she was in prior, and who they picked for Miss Marvel, uh, Marvel Girl, whatever. Um, yeah, but Miss Marvel, I don't think is not that either one of them did a bad job. I'm just saying it didn't. They were not known actors or actresses, or that I know of. So I don't think you're gonna ever get an America Chavez starring movie because she is also a a new character in the comic universe too cuz when did she come But I out? thought like, they were going to do the they're looking towards the young avengers so someone will be a Yeah, but I think Catherine Newton and and Haley Steinfeld are going to be the main they're going to be the tent poles for that movie. Kate Bishop and Cassie Lang cuz if you look at everybody else you got Miss Marvel, you've got um the other one that you mentioned uh I just had it. Who was it? Um Oh, America Chavez. You've got uh, the two boys from the um, Doctor Strange thing that are eventually going to come back. And I hope they rec- if they recast anybody, it needs to be those two kids. <laughs> they are awful. Yeah, I agree. Awful. Like looking at the camera, like fucking up their line, like awful. And then who who else would it be? I think um, uh, Scar. Who? Isn't there, a, isn't there a Hulk in it? Too? Oh, Scar. Scar from uh, from the Hulk's kid. Yeah. Uh, which I don't even know. That actor's a no-name actor, too, I think. He looked like the guy from SNL. I thought it was the fucking kid Beck. from Twilight for a second. No, what's when his I name? first Beck. saw it. Which kid are you talking about? Who's it on SNL? The guy, Beck. Uh, Beck Bennett. That's it. Beck Bennett. Oh, the, he's older. I know that, but if you look at his face, it looks like Beck Bennett. <laughs> Have to look at that later. All right, let's get back into this fucking trailer. Um, let's see here. Okay, can I just say one thing? Because now that I've seen this a few times, and someone said, Is this the first trailer? It is not the first trailer. This is the one that was released last week. So it may have a lot of the same scenes. They're screaming as they get sucked in that portal. If it was me, would be blood curdling. <laughs> like raspy breath, snot coming out of my nose. Like, <laughs> and you hear Michelle Pfeiffer, ah! like, no, dude. But she's already the last, been there. Yeah, you spent the last thirty years there. You do not want to go back. Make it fucking believable. <laughs> yeah, well, if all five of them go in, who's gonna get them out? <laughs> right. Yeah. Who's your last resort? Yeah. Oh man, I just thought that was funny. Yeah, I'd be so funny. Where are we? Am I gonna come down? I like the music. Am I going to land? I so, there's other humanoids there. Where the fuck did those people come from? Those are the micronauts. Is that what it is? Do you know that the the whole micronaut thing was what George uh, I almost said George Lopez, Lucas, Lucas. Thank you. Totally different people. George Lucas wanted to do with the new trilogy. He wanted to go into the micro 
like into the force like at a microscopic level well look here's here's micronauts one if you can look close look at that guy with the red eyes right doesn't that kind of look darth vader-ish even back then uh, let's see how do i put Someone. it on you how do i there we go i mean look at yeah. that that's kind of not totally darth vader but i mean at least that look so maybe you know maybe you're not too far off maybe that's what they're all looking at back then i have no uh i have no uh information about the micronauts whatsoever i just heard about it so i grabbed it when i saw it but either when i look at it i thought wow this looks kind of star wars ish another whole universe right that they could have gone that route or i mean i got at least some ideas from they might have got ideas from star wars for that uh comic series and then now trickle it down and uh george lucas goes full circle he wants to go into the microverse so <laughs> well that was what he was going to do before disney bought the rights which disney went off in a completely different um right completely different uh either my way wife just sucked. walked in both ways sucked. yeah yeah <laughs> all right let's get back to this Mom, I should have so the problem is when they're wearing the suits i can't tell the difference between afraid of there's something i never told you this place so when they're walking out it isn't what you think you may see a little a little bit of uh unseen footage previously when they're walking out on that big uh and i'll show a picture of it i got i grabbed a screenshot of it and give you more time. It's like a ledge that they're walking out if on. You help me. So, what's it gonna be? Batman. I think this is awesome. Did I miss that scene or did I pull the wrong trailer? I don't. Okay, well, I'll go to the next slide so you guys can see what I'm talking about. So you got Modoc. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got Modoc, which I don't like the helmet thing that they did. How do you feel about that? I I heard, saw that the comic itself, his first appearance was hot this week or last week. And his name, he's a mechanized organism designed for killing or something, right? And that's what Modoc stands for. Mm-hmm. I look at him. I go, "What's what's that fat head going to do to anybody?" Like it doesn't look <laughs> scary to me. So I wish they would have redone it and made it. He looks goofy as hell. I just I never In saw this? him being a, a mechanized organism designed only for killing. It seems like, uh, uh, you know, well, that, that doesn't... in that Aliens. trailer, you, so he's an actual human. In that trailer, you see it's actually the character that plays Yellow Jacket in the first movie. That's going to be inside that. Yeah, which this to me seems a lot more comic accurate, doesn't it? The image on the yeah. on the yeah. left. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, and that's been a oh, theory yeah, yeah. for a long. That's been a theory for a long time. Um, that he and I forget his name for the life of me. That but that he was going to become Modok because as he's getting sucked into the um, into the uh, quantum realm in the first one. Uh, he, the way he's kind of imploding on himself, imploding, 
yeah, imploding on mm-hmm. himself. Um, kind of makes it look like his head was kind of the last thing to go a little bit. So it's bigger. Yeah. So, uh, but what I wish they would have done is taken maybe some design elements from the yellow jacket suit and made that into his Modoc suit. But Michelle Pfeiffer got sucked into the quantum realm as did everybody in this show. Why aren't their heads big too? Well, if you remember Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer was in the Ant-Man suit that's designed. So that guy, that guy, what he did is created basically an internal explosion that sucked him in there. So it was, it was unregulated. It was uncontrolled, but when you're in the suit and you do it, you're in a controlled environment. That's the whole point of the suit. And uh, Hank Pym explains that in the first one, that that's why the suit is the way it is. And that's why in Endgame they have to wear pretty much the same suits with the, with that special mask and like all of it is purposeful mm. or else that could happen. So but they all got sucked in without wearing a suit. And I think suit. it must have something to do with the device. And maybe they explain that because they get sucked in, but they're not imploding on themselves. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So he's yeah, kind of getting like sucked in at the yeah he's getting sucked into the middle of his core but they're getting sucked into something, you know, I think that that's what it is I I don't know I, that doesn't really strike we might me have to it. bring Einstein in on this one to find out why <laughs> his his head I mean they would explain it I didn't I don't like how he looks either way either in the comics with the big head and the small hands and body it doesn't seem like something designed only for killing so um, maybe we'll see it looks it doesn't it looks Looks stupid to me, but maybe it'll it'll be good in the movie. My my biggest issue with it is that I watched the Patton Oswalt uh, TV show, the Claymation or whatever it is TV show, kind of like the robot chicken looking mm-hmm. show. And they made him so laughable in that show that I don't know if I could ever take this character seriously. No, I couldn't either. Look at him on the comic. I was like, you know, I think the comic hit like 5,000 this weekend. I'm like, that thing's not, that's going to drop like a rock. He's a goofy looking villain and he won't last very long maybe they'll do better i mean i thought that thor was going to be an awesome show and that sucked so maybe at low expectations on this one and it'll go uh maybe this one i'm more excited for than <laughs> you might win a golden globe for this we'll see yeah this one i'm more excited for than some of the well i don't know i was pretty excited for dr strange which i still like dr strange but i do i i was excited for both of those last year strange and and thor and I'm really excited for this one too, because I'm neither one of the last two met my expectations, but I thought Strange was a better movie. Yeah, I'm hoping this one really uh, propels Phase Five <clears throat> forward. This one I'm really excited for because out of all those TV shows, Loki was one of my favorites, and this one seems to be expanding on that part of the story a little bit more. Because Loki season two is supposed to come out, which we'll get into that here in a moment. Loki season, Loki season two is supposed to come out this year, and that to me is the most one of the most interest one of the more interesting storylines that they've been developing with the whole Kang the Conqueror thing, and and this movie seems to be catapult catapulting into that Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty movies. Yep, that this seems to be that one that's that linchpin movie. So it has me a little bit more excited than than some of the other ones. I thought the Thor, I thought the other two would do the same thing, sort of all these little pieces that would fit into this movie and forward, but. Well, you got to think Doctor Strange is going into the multiverse thing, right? Which Kang is part of that multiverse 
which I don't understand because I thought they were doing like a quantum. So is the quantum realm part of the multiverse? Is that part of that storyline? Because they're doing cosmic, they're doing street heroes, and yeah, the multiverse thing. So Doctor Strange did kind of fill that a little bit, but what did Thor do? Nothing. Brought in the Hercules, cosmic, the cosmic part. Yeah, but the cosmic part I thought would bring in Silver Surfer and more, more touch on the Guardians, the Hercules, as yeah. opposed to two minutes at the end. So. So the cosmic part is the is the storyline that they're developing that I'm least interested in, even though Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be a part of that. That's the one that I'm least interested in. The one I'm most really? interested in is this multiverse and the street level heroes, because street level is Deadpool, Spider-Man, Daredevil, you know, all those awesome characters. But the the cosmic thing, I'm just not well, because with the cosmic, you have Eternals, you have Thor. You have Guardians and Eternals and Thors were both duds. So yeah, the only I've... thing that's been good so far, and Guardians 2 wasn't as good as the first one. So the cosmic thing's kind of been on a downward spiral for a while now. And they bring in Nova and they bring in Silver Surfer and the Fantastic Four because they can be cosmic. I think that'll be, it'll propel the cosmic into the uh, upper levels, we'll say. Yeah, hopefully, if they find a way to do Fantastic Four well. Uh, the the most recent thing I saw was Adam Driver is on their top list to become Mr. Doom. Fantastic. Oh, which I, I like Doom that. I I've heard Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> I don't know. We, nobody knows. It's a new actor every week, you know. Uh -huh. But uh, I like that a lot better than the dude from You, Pen Pen Bagley or whatever his name is. I mean, I want John Krasinski, but if they don't get John Krasinski, Adam Driver seems like a good option. I don't know. I think he's a better doom but but we'll see um it's kind i of, think doom you know, they're gonna have reserved for some big name like like a denzel or something like i think they're gonna i think because doom could potentially be a 10 to 15 movie commitment and i think they're gonna get some big 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 name attached to that i'll see i, I thought driver would be good because of his role in star wars he He's okay with a mask on and off, and you need someone who <laughs> you know, can do both. Right, right. But Adam Driver strikes me as the kind of guy that doesn't want to do the same thing twice. True, but I don't see him as a Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I like it better than Penn Bagley, but I, I agree. He's not my number one choice. Well, John Krasinski is my number one choice, and if it's not John Krasinski, who, who else would you? who would be your next choice? I don't. I don't. Couldn't even tell you. It's a hard role to cast. It is. He's he's got to have that nerdy, chiseled look. Is what Mister Fantastic's supposed to look like? Someone who shouldn't have a hot wife like Mister Mrs. Invisible or the Invisible Woman, but does because he's you know he's smart, nerdy, but you know chiseled. Yeah, kind of like me. Uh, I like the dude. If they went, if they did a, if they changed his race. I like the dude from um, The Good Place, the nerdy guy from The Good Place. I don't know if you've seen that one. Uh, it's this gentleman right here. I don't know his name. Oh, yeah. Um, let's take a look. Adam Bomer would be a good one. Uh, but I'm not a big fan of many other of any other ones. This is the dude from Yellowstone. Um, the other one I saw, we talked about it a few weeks ago was the, was the, uh, Tom Ellis from Lucifer, which mm -hmm. I thought could have been good. Um, 
but I don't know. I think John Hams might be the better option there. John Ham, so I like John Ham. But so I watched uh, Fletch, the Fletch movie he did this last week too, and I, I like John Ham a lot. But the movie, and as much as Chevy Chase is just an awful human being, John Ham <laughs> just doesn't seem like an anchor. Does that make sense? Yeah, it like, makes. I mean, I don't know. He, you think he, he just, should be, but. Jason right. Sudeikis would probably be fucking awesome. This gentleman right here. Yeah, I could see that. But I mean, Ted Lasso is my everything, so I'm down with anything. So, but yeah, I mean, John Hamm, I I, I love the guy, and I I think he's awesome. It's just he just doesn't seem like a huge anchor for me. Um, Fletch was great. It's just it was I watched the. Chevy because I thought it was a continuation of Fletch and Fletch Lives and then Confess Fletch, but apparently it's a full reboot. Like it has nothing to do with those previous movies. It's based on the books. So I watched the first two Chevy Chase movies thinking that this was going to lead, you know, borrow from those. Chevy Chase just just seems more um he just seems to anchor that movie a lot more. Like he, he seems like he's a lot more of a draw than John Hamm is as Fletch. But don't get me wrong; I hope to see another Fletch movie. Have you watched that one, JP? Not with John Hamm. I, I love the Fletch Lives was my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I Fletch. The first Fletch is better than Fletch Lives. I, I see. I, I saw the first one. I, I laughed so hard at that scene in Fletch Lives whenever he he said his name was Billy Jean King. The exterminator, yeah. and he kept making that sound of with oh with the with the cockroach, with the tiny termite, and yeah. he drops in the dude's ear. Yeah, yeah, it's just there's a lot of racist shit in Fletch Lives. <laughs> like it is. That. There's some there's some parts like you could tell this movie was made decades ago. There's some parts in that movie that made me cringe a little bit. As far I don't as remember uh, that. I've, I've probably been there's a whole since. scene. There's a whole scene where he's a plantation owner. Oh, yeah. And uh, and every every black person in that movie that works for him has that typical racist black Southern slave uh, uh, vernacular and 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 accent. Mm-hmm. It's just you can tell that movie could not be made today. <laughs> I forgot about that. I- there's a point. There's a point where in he does this whole like daydream thing where he's like a colonel owning a plantation. They do the zippity doo song. From Song of the South that was canceled. Oh. You know, that nobody, yeah, know, right? like, Disney won't re-release. So it just shows you, uh, it just shows you kind of <laughs> how off oh, the rails that movie that gets. Yeah, I didn't, but. I did. I, I liked the first one, but I thought the second one was funner. Just basically a couple of pretty hilarious scenes. I think, was it Fletch that he went to the doctor? Or is that Fletch Lives? He had to get the uh, Moon River whenever he's doing Oh, the that's the first exam. one. Okay. That's that the first great. one. Yeah. yeah the the first one he goes through a lot more wardrobe changes in confess fletch with john ham he doesn't go through really any wardrobe changes like he doesn't do he doesn't do that master disguise thing really i mean he kind of does it but not to the not to the extent that chevy chase does it yeah it was chevy there's only one chevy chase as much as he's fallen off the 
the wagon himself. As he much was, of a uh, deplorable human being as he is. <laughs> he's become, but he was great in just about everything he was in. So we got two more things to talk about tonight. The first of which is looking at Marvel's 2023 slate of releases. Um, we were going to do DC. I ran out of time. We're going to save that for next week. Um, so here, and I put them in order. So the first thing coming out is Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur for Disney Plus. I'm assuming some one of their cartoons. Um, now is this the same character, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur? Is this the same character that has the dinosaur in the Runaways? I don't know. I, it's an old dinosaur from I think the 70s or 80s, and they brought it back and with this Moon Girl thing. I know, the animation I looks fun. I might watch it with my girls or something. We've been watching the old 2001 era Ninja Turtles. My two daughters are obsessed. Oh, nice. Yeah, I love it. Uh, next on February 17th, we've got Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, and then in spring, Secret Invasion, which did they not turn this into a movie? Is it still no, a TV a, show? It's a series, yeah. Is it the, the um, Secret Wars that's being turned into a movie? Secret Wars is the movie after the Kang Dynasty movie. Okay. Or no, which one's the one with um, Don Cheadle? Armor Wars. Armory That's Wars. Still, That's that being turned be a into movie. a movie. Correct. Okay, but it was going to be a TV Foggy show. Told me. That's what Foggy told me. So um, then we got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 on May 5th. What if Season 2, mid-2023, which I could give a rat's fucking ass about this one. And I just went all Marvel. This isn't MCU. So then you got Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, June 2nd, which to me feels like um, that now with No Way Home that they can incorporate any of these storylines into their you know, MCU mm-hmm. kind of loosely. But uh, that's what's coming out uh, before June. Next, we've got Loki Season 2 coming out this summer. I'm super fucking stoked about this one. The Marvels on July 28th. Craven the Hunter on October 6th. Fuck off. Uh, X-Men 97 in fall 2023. Ironheart in late 2023. Agatha, Coven of Chaos, which I have a lot of curiosity about this one. Uh, Agatha, Coven of Chaos. I want I want to know what they're going to do. And then Echo, late 2023. So we got three shows coming out in late 2023. But which one are you most looking forward to, JP? I would say uh, Ant-Man first guardians those two are probably tied and then spider-verse would be my third choice and um when it comes to shows definitely loki is the only and the x-men 97 but i don't i'm just kind of curious what that's going to be if that's going to be just a reboot of the old one or just new new storylines well, complete continuation so i think the original x-men animated series i haven't watched it in decades it feels like but the original it's- one ended on a uh on a cliffhanger, right? I couldn't even tell you. I know it's on Disney and I could watch it, but it's, I kind of look at it this way is you, you wanted steak and they gave you a hamburger, right? We want the X-Men. Why are we wait? Why do we get a cartoon first? We want the X-Men. It's coming. I just think they can't contractually do it yet. And that's what, how can they do that? This one, or maybe it's the actors. Cause it's can't. not live action. Yeah. It has something to do with the actors. We, we talked about it a few months ago about, um, it's the same with the Hulk. The, the Hulk has the Universal or whoever owns the Hulk. He can't Paramount. be standalone with Paramount, but he can be in a movie, but not standalone. So, yeah, it's. But I, apparently, I think their rights are running out soon or something like that. So they can make 
the World War Hulk movie because that's been mm-hmm. that's been talked about for a while now. So some with the contract is ending eventually where Marvel gets 100% of the rights back. Yep. They could do a World War Hulk movie. Let me ask you, in the, in the bottom left-hand corner of this Marvel's picture, is that a picture of Ghost Rider? Let me blow it up. I can't see. Mm, it's a Funko Pop, but I don't know which one it is. I think it might. I don't know. Kind of looks it's, like Ghost Rider esque. Yeah, we got. Yeah, could be with the hair. It could be fire. It could be just red hair. Yeah, yeah, something. But I think the ones I'm most looking forward to is Loki, Ant Man, and Guardians. I think They're just because X Men '97. I need. I want to rewatch the uh, the original series, which I have every intention of doing. Um. Before I say I'm excited for it. And across the Spider-Verse, those are just fun, man. But I'm more anxious for the Spider-Man 2 video game to come out than I am across the Spider-Verse. But um, I think across the Spider-Verse, you could maybe get a Tom Holland cameo. Uh, Again, all these hopes and dreams, and then they flop. Pull the rug out from under you. Yeah, this... this (laughs) Thor and Hercules, I mean, at least you got to see him, but there was no real involvement. Uh, Henry Cavill, Black Adam, um, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You get your hopes up, and you got Reed Richards or John Krasinski in Mar- Mar- uh, Multiverse of Madness, and then he's killed. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, so we got one last segment. It's a brand new segment that I just thought of tonight because JP wants to give his thoughts. It's called JP's Opinion. from the absolute geek podcast so this came out of the angela bassett conversation and jp says rdj should have won a golden globe for avengers endgame all right does anybody in the chat not agree with me on that one (laughs) i mean if any movie should have won best movie should have been endgame if any actor or actress and all of uh mcu should have won a Golden Globe or an Oscar, it should have been RDJ. I mean, he he was in it the longest. I mean, his his whole um, character arc was fulfilled throughout this movie. He he's you know he he uh, uh, what do you call it? Revitalized his, his uh, career because of this. I mean, the whole thing he should get a lifetime award for uh, for what he did uh, based on on his ten years in the Marvel universe, and and he. He he was Tony Stark. I mean, there's no ands, ifs, or buts about it. So um, he's RDJ is going to get his groove back. Nothing against Angela Bassett, and if anyone was going to win it, besides RDJ, it should have been Bozeman for you know all the work and effort he put into it, and not letting anyone know what was really going on with him at the time. So he should have been winning it post humanously, whatever we want to call that word. Um, well, he hasn't died, so he can't win it. But I'm saying Bozeman should have. Bozeman should have. Oh, anybody. Should have. <laughs> yeah. Why Bassett gets it? RDJ should have got RDJ. it. I was like, are you should've... breaking news right now? <laughs> no, no, not yet. No, no. He should have won it back in Endgame, but then I could have given it to Bozeman after what happened to him and all the effort he put in, and and he was quiet about what was going on in real life for him. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, but I think of all the people, you know, why Bassett's already I won think... one. I think it should have been Drax and Wakanda Forever that won the Golden Globe. Really? Yeah, Drax. 
<laughs> he wasn't in that. We talked about. Yeah, he was in it the whole thing. He's just really good at playing invisible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Invisible Drax. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, did I miss so something? Slow, he can't see me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not. Um, but yeah, man, I, I I agree with you. I mean, to me, Chadwick Boseman and, and Robert Downey Jr. are top tier as far as the MCU is concerned. Um, I think, honestly, let me stop my screen share here. I think, honestly, that that is one of the reasons why the MCU has struggled as of late is because you lost Chris Evans, RDJ and Chadwick Boseman. And those three, I mean, Tom Holland seems to be the only, um, the only actor that people are getting excited about as far as, cause Chris Pratt, as much as it, I love Chris Pratt, he just doesn't have that same. What about Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd. Yes. Yeah. But even then, Paul Rudd, as as much as he's Internet's boyfriend and people love him, I think Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> I think Ryan Reynolds could potentially be that <laughs> next one. Because Ryan Reynolds is uh, is coming back as Deadpool, as we know. I think Ryan Reynolds could be that excitement factor again. But nobody in the MCU, I mean, do you remember Iron Man used to be like, or the Avengers movies, just because of Iron Man and Captain America, those were like event movies, and we—I don't feel—and No Way Home kind of had that same feeling, but that hasn't been the case. Yeah, since think of, think about it, an MVP and and a season for any sport is someone who made get propelled that team to whatever they achieved. Right, mm-hmm. MCU achieved what it did because of RDJ. Yeah, in my in my opinion, so. If anyone was going to win, it, it should have been him. But again, they don't give him based on previous work. They give him work for the year. And I didn't think Bassett's role in that movie, I thought it was, and overall was forgettable. The movie itself wasn't top of my list. So to give it this year, I don't I don't see yeah. why. Yeah, I, I can see your point. I mean, I just, I just feel like that there's very few actors that come out and just seem that, Yes, I agree. Joe's Dolan. Paul Rudd is always delightful. I love Paul Rudd. I'll watch anything with he was my the main reason I was so excited for Ghostbusters because I thought yeah. that was genius bringing him in. And, but Paul Rudd, as much as you love him, and maybe it's just the fact that you had all three of those actors together and now you just have Paul Rudd. You know what I mean? You had Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., and Chadwick Boseman together, and now you just have Paul Rudd and Tom but, Holland who have never really crossed paths. Never. No. But you watch a Paul Rudd movie just because of Paul Rudd. Hence, that's why Ant-Man can do well. Yeah, and he people are going to go movie. see it because of Paul Rudd. I Love You Man is one of my favorite comedies oh, of all time. No, I Love <laughs> You Man is one of my favorite comedies of all time and it's because of him. Like I yeah. love Jason Segel but it's because of Paul Rudd that that movie is phenomenal. So I think he can he can be a good anchor in MCU going forward. They need a couple more. Yeah, and I, think, and I think Ryan Reynolds could be that. He, he could be. And, and I look at, at the Black Panther movie itself. I didn't, didn't think anyone would stand out in that whole movie, except Nakia might have been, um, or Na- Namor, Namor, however they're going to pronounce it. So, But he's a, he's a new new to the scene or somewhat new, so... 
I just think overall, if you're going to choose someone who's going to win an award for a show, they have to carry the movie. And RDJ carried just about every movie he was in. Yeah. Paul Rudd definitely carries Ant-Man. So now that we're going forward, you need some people, someone to help Rudd out, whether it's Ryan Reynolds or Chris Pratt or maybe uh, Harry Styles. We'll see. I just don't know as much as I love Chris Pratt because he's, it seems like they only bring him into these huge crossover events. I mean, cause he wasn't even brought in on uh, really um, uh, infinity war. He was off on his own. Right. But Endgame was the first one that he crossed cross paths. If I remember correctly, that he crossed paths with everyone, but they need some more of that interconnection to really to feel like they're that anchor. Right. So I want to see Paul Rudd, Ryan Reynolds, Tom Holland, Chris Pratt. I want to see these guys on the same screen periodically rather because how often did you get RDJ and Chris Evans on the same screen? We got them like five or six times. Paul Rudd and Tom Holland. We got, did they ever cross paths? Did they ever have a scene? Yeah. In uh, in civil war. Yeah. I don't know if there was a scene together, but they were in that fight scene at the airport. Right. He swings around his legs, but no like real, like comedic exchange between the two of them. Ryan Reynolds and the other two that I just mentioned, we need to see more of them together in order to feel like we're actually moving on from the RDJ, Chris Evans. The tri- you the know. trifecta. Yeah, yeah. Because Hemsworth with those two was great. Yeah, but I think Hemsworth is great because of RDJ because right. we've seen what he is without them. <laughs> yeah. And then in, in Ragnarok, we had RDJ and Mark Ruffalo together and mark ruffalo kind of and jeff goldblum that kind of propelled chris hemsworth in this movie we had chris hemsworth and fucking natalie portman who i'm sorry i just it kind of has about as much charisma as a wooden block don't you think she should have won an oscar or golden globe for her role in uh star wars (laughs) episode two that was fabulous those love scenes they made god I love Joe's Dolan. I agree with you. I think he has a lot of things that are out of his control because of, you know, whatever religious institutions he's involved with. And he's talking about Chris Pratt here. Um, but I still like him. Um, I don't think he's Mario, <laughs> but um, I still like him. And, and I mean, I go watch things. I watched the new Jurassic Park, even though the last one before that sucked because of Chris Pratt. Yeah, I enjoy him in a movie. He's good. Yeah, I watch any Ron Reynolds movie. I'll watch any Chris Pratt. Um, I still haven't seen Spirited though. I need to watch that one. It was good. It was good. Was it good? I mean, it's lost its spirit by now. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It. What sucks is because now that I have so many kids and there's so many things going on, I don't think I watched one single Christmas movie or show. I wanted to watch the Christmas Story sequel. I wanted to watch the Santa Claus movie. I wanted to watch Spirited. There's a couple other ones. I don't think I had time to watch any of them. You just have to put it on in the background as you're putting up your tree and, and put Dude, up. Dude, I have I have ADHD. I can't put on anything in the background. <laughs> I gotta have the TV on or the radio on no yeah. matter what I do. Yeah, like it it fucking I can't have anything on in the background or else I'm <laughs> ditching ooh, making that ooh, tree and I'm watching the movie. It's like yeah. hey, look around. Looks like it's <laughs> Well, that brings us to the end of our show. Um, JP, thank you so much for 
for uh, being here with me tonight. And thank you all in the chat for being here with us. Uh, Joe's Dolan, Styx, uh, Matt made a brief appearance. Max made a brief appearance. Uh, who else am I forgetting? Darth uh, was here for a little bit. We had Carde West. Uh, am I forgetting it? Did I say Darth Lopez? Yep. Um, Guru G, who got blocked. <laughs> Guru G. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I think that caught everybody. But thank you so much for for coming and listening to our our shenanigans and our antics every week after week. And our uh, football Matt talk and our football talk, and and I hope to get into more football talk. I really enjoy that uh, talking about football. But um, I uh, I appreciate you guys coming every week. And Matt should be back next week. Like I said, he's out for his daughter's birthday today. And uh, JP, are you gonna be here next week? Maybe. I plan to be here. It's basketball season in my neck of the woods. So, and I'm thinking, <laughs> and I'm thinking I'm going to uh, set up a GoFundMe account so Ish can actually fix his internet issue because uh, this shit's got to stop. Um, and we talked about pools tonight. Thanks, Sticks. We we got into a pool discussion. <laughs> you guys learn a lot here. Do we have any fucking structure on the show whatsoever? <laughs> Talk about ADHD. <laughs> called the adhd podcast the absolute yeah that's the adhd the a stands for absolute um <laughs> so um yeah thanks for for uh checking us out and until next time i am lance and i am jp and we'll see you next week all you freaks and geeks Come all you freaks and geeks, let's listen to Absolute Geek. Absolute Geek! We'll go ahead and spread our cheeks. Spread the cheeks. And drink and some Cosby wine. <laughs> we'll Come drink some Cosby wine. It makes me feel real fine. <laughs> See you next time on the Absolute Geek.